This is from the last uh, blockbuster in Raleigh. I, yes. went there. Nice. <laughs> I went there as they were shutting down, and they were like, oh, yeah. the dudes weren't even wearing the vest anymore. <laughs> they were just, they had already sold all the vests. They were selling like the scanners at the cash register. They were selling everything. Everything was gone. All of the DVDs yeah, yeah. were like a nickel. <laughs> I, I've been at a store that was closing down and you have no respect for anything at that point. You just like, oh yeah, you know, just just cash out. It those mm. those are the weirdest days too, because it's just it is like just a wasteland after a while. People coming in, it's just like I don't know why you still coming in here. I don't right. know what you expected to see when you came in. It's Bata Town. <laughs> Tina Turner walking up and down the aisles. You know the rules of Bata Town. <laughs> My accent makes absolutely no sense. How, 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 <laughs> how, this is like episode 15, whatever, of the show. It's taken us too long to make that reference. Thank you. Thanks, Jim. Just counting down to a burp. Apparently, I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Oh my. Hey, that's that staying. So oh, I'm not. <clears throat> hey, you, we so... might. Have, hey, we're in it now. I'm not in oh, it now. Oh my god. We're in it now. I was like, it was like I was, it was like my stomach like waits for me to count down. I was like, hey, I got a burp. What are we gonna burp, Will? So I'm like, all right, give me three, two, and I was like, that was. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry, everybody. All right. <laughs> Hey everyone, how goes it? Welcome to the podcast with Wills Maxwell Jr. I'm Wills Maxwell Jr. If I say it fast enough, I trick the burp. It doesn't know. It's too late. It's got to stay in now. It's locked up. It missed the countdown. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Cool. No, it's too late. I'm talking now. Ha. Gotcha. Twice. <laughs> thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode. We are so excited to be here. I'm excited because uh, we got an amazing guest tonight. Uh, first up, uh, y'all know, y'all know he's here. You hear him, uh, planning the editing of this podcast as we're going. You hear him, uh, the, the, the big kahuna, the, the, the founder of Banterscape Media, uh, my friend, my co-host, uh, the commander in Riff, J.R. Quitman is here. J.R., how goes it? It's going, baby. It's going. How you doing? Commander in Riff. Commander in Riff. Cause you, cause you're like commander in chief, but like you run a, you run a podcast, uh, label. Like so like, so you, you, you command the riffs. Uh, okay. okay. I can dig it. I'll get you a nameplate. <laughs> <laughs> right on front of my Buick Enclave, baby. Yeah, just, just put it right there. It's like, I don't care if you don't like this nickname. It's too late. I printed it out. It's engraved. That's right. There. I engraved it. <laughs> you gotta keep it. Yo, so funny story with that. So I used to work at it. So you know, they had the kiosk in the mall, and it was one of those engraving where you can uh, engrave the license plates or you know a little mirror or something like that. So yeah. of course I made one for myself, and this was you yeah, know sure. ninety, <clears throat> you know in the early late nineties, early two thousands. I made one that was uh, said so fresh and so clean, and Ooh. I put it on on the front of my eighty four Chevrolet Caprice, baby. Yes, sir. Ooh. Metal, beautiful, <laughs> loved it, loved it. That is it was beautiful, amazing. man. Hell man, yeah. the second you put that on, it became a Cadillac Seville. Man, the second you put that nameplate on, <laughs> the second you put so that nameplate on, it became man. a Maybach. You were just like, man, <laughs> oh, for sure, one hundred percent. That is beautiful. I dig that. So fresh, so clean, so fresh, so clean. The, I was outcast, just like the outside, the outcast song. You know, yeah. ain't nobody don't pass me that joint right there. Yeah, yeah. no classic. <clears throat> that was if hot we, at the time. If we ever have an episode where we don't mention Outcast, we've messed up. If we ever have an For episode sure. where we don't Outcast mention Outcast and and apparently Game of Thrones, bro. I think we mentioned Game of Thrones Game of every Thrones, episode. Outcast, Space <clears throat> Jam. If we we're getting them all out the way right at the top, we're getting yeah. them, we're, we're crossing right. them Done. off the list. Uh, and racism. <laughs> And racism. All right, oh there. boy. Done. Oh boy. Done. You know, oh, it's been thick. It's been thick the past couple of days too, right? Close, close to my heart. Oh man. Well, let's 
let's not uh, delay yeah. getting our guest into weigh in on the intersection. Uh, for for us, intersectionality is just where Game of Thrones meets Space Jam meets Outcast meets racism. Uh, that's what intersectionality 100%. means. 100%. <laughs> uh, folks, I am so excited to have our our guest on tonight. Uh, he, he is. He's 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 a buddy, but for but legit, I'm a fan of his. I am a fan of this man and the music he puts out. Uh, it blew my mind a few years ago. Uh, late fear, we moved it over to theater, and I was just like, well, if I could have any pick for a house band right now, it would be this guy that I dig so much. And I fired off like a Facebook message, and within like a minute, he was like, absolutely. And that, that, <laughs> that made my that made my life, and it made for a very fun year of doing live shows together at theater now. Um, y'all know him as D&D Sluggers. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Tim White is here. Tim, how goes it? Hey, everybody. How are you all doing? Thanks for having me. What up? What up? What up? What up? <laughs> I'm going to give them all to you. I'm giving them all to you right now. All the sounds. You get them all. <laughs> How are you, man? What's going on with you? Um. Well, uh, get that part out of the way. Pandemic. Uh, oh, yeah. That, ha- that happened uh, since the last time I saw you. That's a thing. Yeah. That's a um, thing. All boosted up. Uh, house stuff. Um, I released a couple of short EPs. And uh, when I thought the pandemic was low enough i went all the way to atlantic city to do um a uh, small con which is very small is under two thousand people nice um, nice and was still kind of like ooh, that guy coughing that sounds <laughs> not good right. so uh re- receded back to you know uh how they how they the stay at home life yeah uh, been uh trying to keep in touch with people my facebook got hacked um oh, so gosh. i don't have a facebook anymore it was freedom but then i couldn't find a way to uh look at cars i can't buy all in all <laughs> just kind of writing songs and trying out new things um well uh, nice, changed out around the room so that i could do that better been streaming a bit um streaming on twitch is fine but also, uh, there was that whole thing where a lot of people were getting attacked uh, for being persons of color, uh, black ones specifically. How did, so, and how did how did you oh, wow. how did you fare in that? Uh, well, I uh, I took a little page out of my old school book from when I used to do punk in a southern town, and I just didn't talk about it. A lot of people were that were getting attacked were using the hashtag POC or black creator black gamer and i wasn't doing that yeah my following isn't super high yeah the most i get is about four or five bots per stream yeah and i put in a couple of applets a different bot of my own and had a couple of my people that were pretty decent mods we took care of it but i know one of my friends who's getting he was getting like uh, or they were getting like 80 or more people a night and oh a quarter gosh. of that was wow. a quarter of that was just like just terrible bots and bad actors just attacking their stream because That's they're a so person crazy. of color and they're uh, of different different gender orientation. And it was just like, guys, guys, don't what are you doing? You got wow. is the pandemic that bad that you had to turn? You had to go just like we're going into digital hate. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's how this how dumb racists are though, uh, Tim. You're a black man. Pretty if much. You don't, if you don't use the hashtag black man, they don't know what you are. They're like, oh, this guy. I think I think I hate this guy. But oh, this guy's streaming the Scott see. Pilgrim game. Oh, wait. Well, mm, I don't know. I'm going to see what hashtags he uses. Let me see. <laughs> I'm going to circle, circle back to this Tim White guy. His last name's White. I'm going to circle back. I'm going to circle back and see what he's what hashtags he uses later, and then I'll decide to hate him. Like, that, like, just, just, it reminds me that, of uh, guys in my high school that um, oh, were overall, even though they were the F-150 straw hat crowd, they seemed to be overall pretty nice to me. Sure. And uh, I found out later it's because they thought I was mixed or Indian. Wow. Uh, they one wow. guy was like, I just didn't think you spoke like a black person. I was just kind of like, Well, Jesus. well, what's that one old lady's always say? 
you speak so well. And they want it, they want it to be a compliment. Right. Oh, that's you're that's so, like the highest that? you're so articulate. Oh, they they think grandma, love grandma. I'm a they think they're putting a uh, they think they're putting like a like a like a medal around your neck when they yeah. say that. And it's like right. you don't sound black. And so you go to a, you go to a store and you show them the medal. They go, oh, oh he can shop here. He cannot <laughs> allow him. He's Trip. Indian. I think. don't follow don't follow him around. He's <laughs> well spoken. He's articulate. Oh man, you know it's great. It's almost it's almost like it's their black card. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I, you're articulate to me. Here, I'm good. I'm uh, good. One time that I played so an wild. entire show. Uh, it was for the the uh, street fair in this Richmond County, North Carolina street fair in Hamlet. Pretty much one of those just hang out and be white kind of situations. But my band, two black guys, a woman, and I'm not sure what to say. The drummer was anymore. Never, never, never figured him out. Uh, sure. And that was in 98. So mm. but, right, uh, yeah, we're yeah, doing I'm our sorry. set. We're doing our set. And this lady comes up after. She looks so proud of herself. I was like, this lady's going to tell me I'm ar- articulate. I know she is. But she walks up. She goes, you know who you remind me of? And I was just like, who? Darius Rucker. Oh, but she didn't say Darius Rucker. She said Hootie. Hootie. Just Hootie. Because that's who he was. He was Hootie. He was Hootie. But uh, I'm Hootie. These are the Blowfish. Have you you ever heard the band Green Day? Our band sounded like like four dudes trying their best to sound like Green Day, but not be Green Day. Sure. Nothing we did sounded anything like Hootie. Yeah. In the Blowfish. You know who you remind me of? The only black person I've ever seen. <laughs> you, you're, you're a you. You remind me of a of a young Denzel Washington. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? You know, because he was in that blues movie. Because he, did, ma'am, he didn't play the. He, he didn't play. The... That was a fake movie, ma'am. <laughs> no better blues is not a documentary. He did the, he did the trumpet. You know, like you no, do ma'am. guitar. <laughs> Now this is something I didn't I didn't know about you because uh, uh, I met you uh, I, I met you I think maybe a little under ten years ago now like and I met you in Wilmington uh, downtown and when I met you you were D and D sluggers I believe you were already like solo D and D sluggers mm-hmm. at this point and so as long as I've known you and as long as I've known you doing music you've been D and D sluggers doing uh, you know your a uh, really inventive brand of chiptune uh, electro pop music. I never knew that you played punk. So what was so what was this? Uh, was this the like your first iteration of a band, or is it, this, or did you start uh, even earlier? So there have been several different uh, versions of like me uh, ever since the beginning. As most as most people, I wanted to express myself through music. Psych! It was a girl. Uh, I wanted to impress a girl. I started playing the guitar, and um, I don't know. I just kind of got drawn to like sort of like a lot of fun and fast music, and like I liked some of like the more upbeat Jimi Hendrix stuff that my dad would play. And when I heard more about punk music, I just was it was like I'm going to do that. That's what I'm going to do, and it just became like a really fun thing. When that soured because of friendships and hardship and weird stuff, I jumped into acoustic. So nice. I didn't play guitar well because I played punk. So that's (laughs) how I played the acoustic. And because of because I was doing it so weird, people liked that. Yeah. And I did that for a while. When I moved to Ohio, I did I was in a folk band. Oh, I should say the first band was called Ordinary Tap Water. Okay, uh, I dig it. All right. Don't know, don't know where it came from. It just sounded I love, good. OTW, I love. yeah, yeah. yeah. They, we literally <laughs> went by OTW, so you're ahead of the curve. One point, two wheels, Maxwell. Yes. Uh, Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> don't worry, RJ. You'll catch it. Right. Jr. All Jr. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, flash forward. I'm doing the acoustic thing. I meet a guy in Ohio. He goes, "We have to do music." I love what you sound like, and we started a band called Lost in America which was 
a half joke because I was like, oh, my God, I'm in the Midwest. I know nothing about this. I've only lived in the south of my life. I spent some summers in New Haven. And this is so weird to me. I feel like I'm lost in a Amer- band. Uh, so that went pretty well for a long time. When I came back down here, I was doing acoustic music again. And I just went by my name or I went by Soultron. Yeah. Uh, that went really well for a while. The now, where did, now, where did Soultron come from? I thought it sounded good. It is, okay. a, it, it, is a, it is a it is a mat of Soul Train and Voltron. Yeah, no, it's perfect. And that's what that's great, what I thought great. it was like. The, like the I, and I, it was it came from me trying to do a little bit of electronic stuff very early, and I okay. wasn't super good at it then, but I held on to that name and used it as the acoustic thing because I thought that's the whole inverse of what I was doing before. Yeah. Uh, flash forward, I met the other guy from the band. Uh, I met the other guy and he was doing acoustic too. And it's like, we were rivals in the scene, (laughs) like his little band and my little band were rivals. All right. In this movie, I'm in this, we're in a montage sequence. (laughs) It's a split screen and it's both of you doing gigs at the same time. Just getting, just getting fans out out of their, up on their feet and, and, and cheering for you all, but just rapidly booking gigs back and forth, just back and forth and exactly the montage ends with your you with you two both facing the center of the screen so it looks like you're looking at each other it's like sweat <laughs> drips down your face exactly that but open mics in wilmington with eight people <laughs> okay all right yeah that's we good did, that's let's we did do less some, extras we did some pretty good co-billings here and there and um it was fun to play shows together we got over our we got off our high horses and we ended up playing in an event where um, they needed another set of performers and we didn't have anybody else. It was like a, a fundraiser. And he was like, I'll play some songs on acoustic for whatever reason. I got up with him and we did Weezer's say it ain't so. And there's <laughs> nice. a solo in the song and neither one of us was paying attention to each other. We were both still kind of like trying to be cool, you know, like, uh, like we're, we're both still trying to be bigger than the other guy. Right. Yeah. Uh, just a little bit of that bravado that neither one of us had earned. And <laughs> like when it gets to the solo, I just like step closer to the mic and go, but he, but he echoes it. And we do the solo from the song back and forth, like mouth wise while he's on acoustic guitar. That's amazing. There's a part in the solo where it like, uh, does is call and response like and he i did mine he did his and then we did the end part in harmony and the oh moment we finished playing that song we both looked at each other and went do you want to be in a band step brothers moment did we just become- <laughs> that, that, that section of um what is it tenacious d the pick of destiny that part mm. in the movie on mm. the on the boardwalk that was basically what happened that is amazing. And that's how D&D Sluggers wow. was basically born. That's a couple ex- days later, that's it was like... beautiful. It was great. Nice. I still look back on some of those days fondly. Things did go bad after a while, but that was one of the biggest moments. It really like kind of like opened me back up to music because I was really about to quit again. And yeah. um, it was just like, yes. About a week later, we got drunk and decided the band should be... What if Weezer sounded like Daft Punk? Or what if Daft Punk played Weezer? We couldn't decide which... <laughs> <laughs> but somewhere that's a combination and that's a good i've never thought of it like that but it's good that's a good like that's a good description um so uh so now you've got the the, the combo D sluggers um fun is the funnest uh yes. this album is a party like Correct. those are like i and i gotta tell you i've been listening to this album as a party for like <laughs> years just like just uh, I think I've told you this before in person, but like when I write uh, comedy, when I write jokes, specifically when oh, I was yeah. writing, what did we miss? You're literally the only music that I can listen to and write at oh, the same man. time because it's like it's just something about like you and your creativity and like where it just feels like I'm vibing with you. So I listen to like this album. This album is a party, hot banana. Um, I'm helping gave... vicariously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would like a check. So, like, I'm so we kidding. can go like a couple years without talking, but in my head, I'm like, I hang out with Tim every Tuesday night. <laughs> but that is kind of the way it feels for me with the musicians that I know. As long as I do my best to try to support what they're doing, like it still feels like we can talk. And a lot of them I do just pick right up. Like uh, there's a 
rapper from New York City uh, called Lex, the Lexicon artist, and uh, or Lexicon artist most of the time. Lex and I had not seen each other for the whole pandemic, and then we uh, we were playing that show in Atlantic City, and I got out of the car and we just started talking. We just it was just instant. Uh, like we had just already well besides like random facebook stuff here and there it was just like so where do you want to go eat uh where uh you want to do this you want to walk over here do you want to get over it was like it clicked i think i got a couple of songs out of just hanging out just then like a couple of songs <laughs> totally popped up and were perfect that's perfect i love that man and i love uh you've had uh you brought up lex you you had um a couple of collaborations, and I know I believe you've yeah. been on the road with him a few times too. With uh, with Megaran, yes. Megaran, I'm also a big fan of. I I might have come across him through you through your music, but like Megaran, just like super talented, like massive right now, Huge. massive. See, uh, I <clears throat> I want to call him a nerdcore rapper, but it almost feels diminutive because he's just like <laughs> like he. He defines it, but also transcends it. Right. Like, if someone asks me what's nerdcore rap, I'm like, listen to Church by Megaran. But at the same time. Wow. That's, <laughs> that is, a, that song is so good. It's everybody on that bonkers. song. Richie Branson, uh, Kadesh Flo. That whole song is like, if that could be the defining song for nerdcore, I would accept that. Right, I have no like, stay because I'm not a rapper, but I think that fits. That's the one. It's such a good song, and I and it's and he's so talented, and it's like, I, if you ask me like nerdcore, I'm like, okay, listen to Megaran, but then like, he's also like better than the whole genre. He's just like an amazing. <laughs> he's just the best. Like he's really dope. That comes uh, up a lot. So yeah, it's a constant discussion in that genre about just how it fits into rap, and if you go back. And I mean, once again, I'm I'm not technically the arbiter of any of this stuff, but at, yeah, as sort of a close to the proximity, I don't know. Uh, you guys probably know this. You go back far enough. Old school rap was was nerdy to begin with. Absolutely. You know, guys <coughs> rapping about being Superman. Guys talking about <laughs> protecting the block. Uh, the mm -hmm. whole Wu Tang Clan. Anything. Yeah. The whole they, right. they are. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. are they have taken on the characters of people from Shaolin movies. It was... It's the it, nerdiest thing. Yeah, it's it was cypher rap before things got nerdy. big. And yep. they're yep. incredible. But it's always been a part of rap to me. Yeah. Uh, if you look at the documentary about nerdcore music that was put together by um, MC Frontalot, Prince Paul's in the documentary, and he states that a few times, like, Nerdcore isn't this. You can't take nerdcore out of rap because it's a part of it. So calling right. nerdcore its own genre, this is more my words. Calling nerdcore its own genre is weird in a way. I I feel yeah. that. I you like know? that. Is this a part of? I mean, it's a part of all. I mean, even pro wrestling. Look how popular pro wrestling is in hip hop. When oh, I, and, and Rick, see that connection I mean, works because yep. Mega Ran has a. He's got an intro song that he did for somebody. Now he's tight oh, wow. with New Day. Yeah. Nice. Like, oh wow! Wow. Like, like I guess yes. if you were to do what's That's that the uh, the Kevin Bacon thing, you can connect me to the, oh, the, the, uh, the uh, guys Mr. from Green New Day in one person. <laughs> 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 but no, that's so wild. Yeah, he's, that's real he's, cool. That's he's blowing up. up, super talented guy. Uh, I I like I like that uh, I like that description of just like um, of of the of the way that hip hop has been nerdy and has nerd stuff from the element. You're mm -hmm. gonna get uh, you're gonna get Grandmaster Flash telling you to stop littering, like whatever it is, <laughs> like whatever it is. God. Like it's from because it's from like it's just a very comes from a very earnest place and mm -hmm. nerdiness is just earnestness nerdiness is like I'm excited about this thing and I'm not gonna pretend I'm not excited about this thing I am, like, I I am like openly I am I'm wearing an avatar T-shirt because I like because I like <laughs> I will send you my Iro song actually that's only on my Patreon but I will send you that sketch please it is not yes. complete but I'll send that to you yes. <laughs> Perfect. Like it's just like so we get to have all these nerdy things just like cross yeah. into each other. Um, so like I I knew him. Uh, I came across Megaran because you put out uh, you were featured on Infinite Lives, yes. which is just 
again, like if I'm talking, if we're talking Mega Ran songs, Church, Infinite Lives, just beautiful songs, just very beautiful songs. Um, how did you how did you come across him, and how did y'all start uh, collaborating on things? So, at the point that I met uh, Raheem. I'm gonna use this government name. Oh my uh, gosh! This is a this is a, guys, this is a scoop. Mega Rand's first number in the phone, man. Uh, but uh, nice. I also have Joe Jack Talcum in here, but that's not that it. It's weird. I was actually and not to name drop too much, but that's the whole story. Please. I was me and me and MC Lars, another nerdcore rapper, were going back and forth about cool stuff that we'd experienced. He gave me his phone number, and I was like, "Oh my god, I have, you, I have MC Lars's phone number. How weird is that?" He goes, "You want to see something cool?" And he like picks up his phone, he opens it up, he like holds it where you can't see the number. Weird Al Yankovic. No, just in his phone. I was just no. like, the the what? So what? He's, wait a minute. And he pumped my gas, but that's a, a long story. Uh, <laughs> MC Lars pumped my gas. That's I just want to make that a T-shirt. I don't know. So, MC Lars pumped right, my gas. So, top five nerds. Top is is Weird Al. Is Weird Al the note? Is Weird Al the the nerd of all time? The note. The note. So, the note. <laughs> that's pretty. Note or is have to be like, <laughs> nerdy. Nerd, yeah. Nerdiest of all time. Of all time. <laughs> He's if there is a note, that's weird. Al is the height list, but no, I guess would it have to be uh, Bob Gates or Steve Jobs or one of them that created <laughs> it? You know what I mean? It'd have to be one of them, I guess, right? Get get a uh, get Gates uh, get Gates on the track. Yeah, you literally have Bill Gates just, just get on a song. Go, hi, I'm Bill Gates. This song costs you more money to hear than anything. It's like, what? Wait, I got to pay you for this? It's like, I'm going to drop a dollar at the beginning of this track, and I'm going to pick it up at the end of this track. And in the time between me picking up that dollar, I will have made another billion. Bars. 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 No. Didn't rhyme with bars. Bars. <laughs> no, we need it. We got we to gotta crown the note. Yeah, I like that. So yeah. Maybe it's, yeah. maybe it's okay. maybe uh, Hashtag it's note. Now. Nerdiest of all time. Nerdiest there of is. all time. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, MC Lars pumps my, pump my gas. I would get that shirt. Uh, so how did you meet Raheem? I'm going to go ahead and be oh, bold and use yes. his name too. Even yeah, though we're not familiar. Yeah, the government name. <laughs> the government name. Uh, Back when the other guy was in the band, we played a ton of big events between twenty, the end of 2012 and 2013. Like a ton of stuff. There used to be a thing, a festival down in Florida called Nerdapalooza. We were on that. We did South by Southwest. We did the CMJ Festival, which I guess was really more like a music conference where musicians like really trade info and whatnot, like a convention convention. But we played for that. Nice. We played um, a couple other. Oh, I, I had to go up to Boston and do a solo show but like i got to play at pax so it was like just all these things just were happening and um the, one of the guys that was helping out was like i'm gonna get you in touch with mega ran you need to go on tour with them and once i looked up mega ran i was like oh because it's because i'm black okay but, um, <laughs> but he was the biggest he was like a really good rapper and i was like okay that's cool because yeah. every, everybody we had played with up until then was chiptune or they were vgm video game music uh covers Sure. Um, things like that, which um, no slight to my very, very talented friends who can read music, but sometimes video game music is just mm, you got to do something special to make me want to listen to VGM. And thankfully, right. I've been I've been fortunate enough to meet a lot of people who do it really well. Um, I feel that. Yeah. Um, I just I just did the one, two, three burp. Uh, <laughs> These perps are just, they're just vicious. Contagious. They are waiting. We should have counted you down so that I'm way not editing any of them. I get to get I get I get to get the the burp vaccine. Uh, <laughs> so uh, he introduces us in person at a uh, a big uh, concert that we uh, went to, and uh, he's like, uh, "Guys, this is Raheem. Raheem, this is D and D Suggers. I think you guys should work together. You should tour together." And we talked a couple times. I think we opened for him at something. And he shoots me an email after we'd like hung out a couple times. He's like, hey, um, I'd like you to be on this song. Well, I think we did a little bit more than hanging out at that point. We'd really going around doing more shows after I was solo. Because this was way after I was just by myself. Right. Um, he's like, I'd really, really like you to be on the song. Because you're extremely positive. And I was just like, he doesn't know me at all. 
But uh, <laughs> but he uh, he's just like he says, you got a vibe, and I wanted to have you on the song, and. He plays. He sends me the beat, and I was like, "Oh, this is really good." He goes, "I think I was thinking about doing something about like you know how in a in a video game you have infinite lives. It's just it feels really good because you could just keep going on." But I'm gonna sing about life stuff too, and I was like, "All right, I can get into that." And um, to be honest, like at first it was hard because like especially after he was like, "You're so positive," and I was like, "I mean, I I can be," but um, <laughs> that's a hard label to just have. It was yeah, because it's a hard thing to suddenly live up to. It's so like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna part. admit something to you guys. I've never told anybody on record. Uh oh, like make uh -oh. sure you're recording for this one. Uh oh, yeah, yeah. I hammed it up on purpose <laughs> on Infinite Lives. That's you. Yeah, that's my, you. The oh. first the first time I sent him a sketch. I literally was like infinite lies. I was just I I came up with the ability. You were Carol Channing. <laughs> hey hey, come on, she's half black. Infinite <laughs> lies. But I I didn't do it quite like that. But I just kind of was like, I'm gonna goof this up, and he might not like this, but it's something to start from. He sends right. back, no, that's good. Can you take? Because I sent him five different things. He's like, can you take this thing and this thing? And bump them together and make them into one thing. So that's how you end up with the infinite lives. Never go, uh, never say never. Like those ended We're up together going, because yeah, he was amazing. like, put those together. And he contributed a couple of lines here or there. By the end of it, it was like, man, this really does work. He put me in the song more than I thought I was going to be. Yeah. Like, so I'm in there a lot. And I'm you really proud the, of how it came out. You got the hook. You're the you're yeah. the whole. You, it's and it's really it's really good. I I always like your vocal performance on on your songs. I always like your vocal performances live and everything. I always enjoyed that one. It's so funny to hear now that that was you turning it up to eleven. I was for, like, you want, he wants positive. I'm gonna give him too much. He was like, perfect. I was like, perfect. oh no. First few and, emails. Yeah, that's tight. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, he did. He I, he was, too, that's the reference right there. This is kind of like going back and forth with somebody and coming up with something like it. it it's a neat feeling. It's not something I used to get in bands. Because, yeah. you know, the face-to-face -face, like kind of coming up with something it's just a different feeling than like kind of like I'm going to bounce this at you. You listen to it at your leisure bump it in the car, see what you got. And then mm -hmm. some, something clicks and you send back something and it really starts to, to build, to grow. That song, I'm still very proud of it because I just don't think, I don't think uh, we could have hit that at a better time too. Because like when it, when it came out, I feel like people were just kind of barely in that. Ugh, and everybody <laughs> spread it around. Now. It's such a good song. It's such a nice and time, it to is, give, and... time to give you the other side story. Oh, okay. Oh. This is short. I was at one of his shows and we're waiting for him to play and I was going to sing it with him. And this girl's like, oh, you got the Mega Ran hat. I was like, yeah, I got the Mega Ran hat. She goes, I love Mega Ran. You, have you seen him before? I was like, yeah, <laughs> I have. And she's like, oh, man, I love so much of his music. You know what my favorite song of his is? I was like, what is it? She's like, it's Infinite Lies. I was like, oh, that's... That's neat. Um, hey, hey. she's just like, man, hey. you gotta hear it. You gotta hear it. And I was just like, okay. Um, anytime. Hello, look at the face over here. Look, right. look at this guy. <laughs> and uh, no, but when I got on stage and I played it, she she was like out there, and I could see her just like, um, what? Right. <laughs> I got on stage. She's like, you should have said something. I was like, I I don't know. I wanted to. <laughs> right? Did you goals. make sure to make that eye contact with her when you got up there and started playing? You made sure oh, to find her, right? I, I saw her and I was just kind of like, "Hello, look at hey. me, do the thing up here." Uh, but uh, I had a different couple of variations of that. I did almost make a shirt one time that says, "I'm the guy that sings on Infinite Live." <laughs> um, I I come up with these ideas and they seem too petty to actually do, so I don't. <laughs> Oh, you totally that's, sure though. That's that's totally the, sure. That's the uh, the ego meeting the <laughs> meeting, <laughs> just meeting the 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 thing that keeps us contained. Just being like, I need this shirt, and then like the little part in our heads that motivate us and the reason why we create stuff in the first place speaks up because no one would want <laughs> you don't. So you're gonna you're gonna sell negative that. two of that shirt. Do that. Do that. <laughs> Do not. Just, I'll just start making them for myself and wear them when I tour. <laughs> MC Lars, punk my ass. I'm Lars, the guy that's staying on Infinite Live. 
I'm picturing you wearing oh, all of yeah. these shirts at once, and you're just regularly in the conversation, just, just yanking them off <laughs> as you're telling this, as you're telling each story, you're just <laughs> revealing another. <laughs> <laughs> the next topic I'm i just pull pull one off there's one that says i can go like i can poop anywhere it's perfect <laughs> Oh man, it is so. Uh, it, is, yeah. it is so good to have you on, man. Uh, it's awesome hey, to talk with you. We've and we've we only covered exclusive. We got to get. We got to be exclusive from him, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We haven't. We haven't even covered like the most of the most of the stuff you've tried. We've barely covered. You've got uh, so much excellent stuff out. Uh, I remember hearing you play like stuff from Why Are You Like This live, like when you were first coming out with it. Like uh, you did the. The Maria Bamford track, and um, you did. She radio. knows about it. She knows about it potentially now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I don't know why. I don't know why I mentioned it, but alcohol, Twitter. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think I, I just said something like, "Yeah, I got a song based on uh, her show." Later, some uh, yeah, that someone was someone was like, "Didn't was I the only person that watched Lady Dynamite?" And I was like, "I totally did. I wrote a song about it." And Maria Bamford liked the comment, and I was like. If anybody wants to hear it, it's right here. Hell yeah. <laughs> then, uh, I don't know if anyone ever liked the comment where the song was. So I just went to bed. <laughs> well, I like the thing she heard. I like the thing she heard it. 100%. 100% she did. That's, uh, that's so tight, man. So we, you, you folks, check out, you know, ddsluggers.com. Check out uh, DD Sluggers Bandcamp, Bandcamp.dd Sluggers. Check it all out. Uh, listen to all the stuff that we could not get into and know that uh, it's dope. And I am an unabashed <laughs> fan of it. Um, but I'm excited because before we, we we got into it at the top, Tim let us know that he's been working on uh, something new, and we're gonna get to we're gonna get to share it with you all before he before he drops it. So I'm we got our first ever the podcast with Will's Maxwell Jr. exclusive. Um, so Tim, tell us about this. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah. Exclusive. Um, it's, you know, just every once in a while, you think to yourself, "What am I doing now that I could be doing different? What can I? How can I make all of the things I do like super exciting to me again?" You you end up in a weird thing, and you work your way out of it. My way was to just stop taking songwriting too seriously and just have fun. So this song is technically about, well, everybody's been through the thing where you're like, you haven't seen anybody in a while and you get a chance to hang out, but then they also just ghost on you or bail on you before it's supposed to happen. But it's also about feeling a little left out musically for me and um the words just came out they just came out like unlike the songs where i was trying to like really write about feelings and really write about like uh just how things are going this this and about four other songs just fell together there's a whole nother set of songs to go with those that i'm going to be hopefully doing a fundraiser for there's not even a name for the album but i'm talking with a producer now well literally when i was t talking earlier there's a producer that I'm going to be working Amazing. with and uh, we're bouncing things back and forth now to <clears throat> hopefully get it out by maybe the end of the year. But I'll, I'll let you know when the fundraiser starts, but this song so cool. is definitely going to be one of the highlights. I, I think. Um, I'm so excited, man. That's really cool. Uh, I, you know, I dig every time you do something different and I'm excited to hear this. So uh, we'll, we'll get right into this. Uh, what's the, what's the name of the track? Does it have a name? Uh, uh this song technically is well yeah that's right i went with all dressed up uh, it it had it for like three other names but all dressed up is in the chorus for once so that's what it is called <laughs> <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen uh for the first if you're listening to your podcast on 1.5 
First of all, I talk fast, and so you're you're dangerous for doing that. Second of all, yeah, why do people do that? That's weird. Yeah, that don't is, do that. that is, That's weird. You're, you, nah, we we've been chipmunks this whole time. Welcome um, to the Ghost and Ryan's podcast. I'm way too big to be listened to like, as a chipmunk. Come on, man. <clears throat> we're gonna get up on the pod. We're gonna go, like just like bring it bring bring it back down to 1.0, and uh, please enjoy. The new drop from D&D Sluggers, all dressed up. Last Friday night, out of the blue, I got a text from you. You say, hey, let's meet up downtown like we used to. And I'm with it. Let me get ready I'm gonna pick myself up For the first time in weeks Pick you back where you wanna meet And got no reply I'm all dressed up for nothing I'm all dressed up for nothing All dressed up for nothing. Nice. Ah, that yeah. was incredible. So <laughs> I, had to, I was seeing the music video as it was playing. This is beautiful. I was man. It. There's oh, a white. I've got ideas, but I have too. not. I haven't put anything to paper on any of these yet. I want to do videos. Oh my god! It's so beautiful, it. man. All That's of the, good stuff. 
all, all, just all the guitar licks and everything on it. The layer is beautiful, man. Thank oh, you. Oh my gosh. Definitely. Definitely. I appreciate that. Jerry, you said you could see the you could see the music oh, video. It's dark, like I can see him in the car. You know what I mean? A, a white suit, black jacket, driving in the car. You know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. It's dark. There's a dark alley at some point. Just I saw typical late '80s, early '90s type. You know what I mean? I Music that. video vibe type from it for sure. <laughs> one of my friends. Uh, one of my friends. Uh, he and I were throwing back and forth the concept of like. I never actually get out of the house, but I am dressed up the entire time. But then there's <laughs> shots that would normally be like your like normal, like sort of like cutaway dancer shots. Right. And there's mm -hmm. less and less dancers every time until like that. near the end, like this camera is still doing all the cool shots. There's literally nobody because you can <laughs> see everybody's already gone inside. Like they're That's in the club dope. and, and I'm, I'm still like, in my doorway doing the dance by myself <laughs> like dress dress like morris day for no I, I, good reason i need a t-shirt that says dress like morris day for no good reason. there it is like I, oh, at one point reason. i dropped to my knee like somebody's gonna put like a like a the the cape on me while I'm like you know down on my knee like James Brown, James like, Brown. I'm just yeah, like yeah. while I'm down on my knee I like reach over and I like pull the cape up onto my own shoulders <laughs> just like you're not even doing it I got it. I got it I got it don't worry about it don't worry about it I got it <laughs> I'll see myself out I'll see myself out don't worry about it I'll walk off my my dude it is it is oh, so man so so good to see you uh I, we 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 gotta have you back like that's just we gotta have you back on i want to talk more about uh each of your albums and each of your eps and your singles and everything you've got going okay, on okay. and your uh and your streaming and your, we got you guys tim does so much and we've had a blast talking with him today and we haven't even gotten into like everything he does so I will um, talk for hours. It, it <laughs> keeps the demons away. <laughs> Facts. Definitely. 100%. Facts. For sure. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on, man. Uh, where can where can people find you? Where can people uh, find you? And uh, what do you have going on? Um, best bet is to check out the Instagram. I post most of the stuff on there. I do a lot of like strange stuff on Twitter, which that's the place for it. Um, I do not have control of my Facebook page right now, but if you want to go there, I will look. I will see that you added yourself to the numbers because I can see it. But I'll have to figure out how to get back control of that. I stream on Twitch, and you can find any of the stuff you want to find by searching DD Sluggers on Google. Uh, there's only one other result for it besides me, and that is a softball team from Southern Georgia. <laughs> or I think it's I think it's I think it's Southern South Carolina right next to Georgia. It's uh there's a softball team down there called D and D Sluggers, completely unrelated to what I do. Show them and, some love too. Give yeah, them, show them, them help love. them get the help them help them afford cleats. Help I always them. <laughs> always hoped that one day I could go down there for one of their games wearing one of my t-shirts, so everyone would be confused. <laughs> like, hey, he's supporting the. Where did he get that? Did, Why does it look like some blockbuster? Fantastic guys. That's awesome. I love that. I, I hope you make that happen. Folks, ddsluggers.com, DD Sluggers. Please, please support Tim and all his music. Uh listen, listen to him on Spotify too. He's got albums on yeah. Spotify. Go to the Spotify. Make sure my man gets his gets his gets his half a penny every listen. Every time you listen to a song, Tim gets half a penny. I want you to make sure that you <laughs> That you I, stack that for him. I, I don't know how it happens, but every once in a while, my streaming royalties will come in, and I guess it's from the collective entities because I'm on Amazon. I'm on, I guess I'm on a what I'm on title now, apparently. Oh, congratulations. Um, there you, you go. You are black. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You made it. My checks come in at about $45, $50 four, four or more times a year. My so man. something's going nice. on, and I like it. <laughs> My <Yeah>. man, 
That's that's all y'all. That's all. I made more than that on Twitch one year, but whatever. Big deal. The fact that somebody is supporting it is great. My average is about 80 people per month playing the music. That's better than nobody. Absolutely. And those people are having a great time. And they absolutely are. I'm one of them. Folks, go out there, buy buy the albums, and then keep listening to them on Spotify. And I just started following them. I just started following on Spotify and Twitch. And I will start to I'll subscribe on YouTube and all that good stuff. That Max. I appreciate it. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, hey, yeah, are... Maxwell Jr. podcast. Both Maxwell Jr. podcast bump. Give him the rub in the, as they oh. say in the wrestling business. Give him the rub. <laughs> get that. Get I know that y'all Maxwell there. Jr. funk on it. Uh, folks, we ran out of time to do the wisdom window today, but uh, thank you all so much for writing in. We'll keep doing them. Please keep listening. We'll get to your questions. And uh, yeah. Find them all the places you found them before on my social media, and please keep writing in. We love doing them. We love seeing them. We did Tim's last week, so oh, and, wow. now he's, and now he's here. So. That's the one. That's the one I. That's the one I missed. Driving out of town, I didn't listen to that one. <laughs> we, I could tell you what we said. All you know, you got to listen. You got to go back. Yeah, I'm gonna go back and listen. Support is support. <laughs> this is our episode with Damon Black Sanger. actors. Black actors. Black, black actors, man. Black actors. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. Uh, yeah, we got to have you back. You got to yeah, come back. Have Tim back for, for sure. sure. Let sooner me know. rather than later. Sooner rather than later, for sure. Right on. Uh, Jr. What else yeah. going on with uh, with everything at uh, Bannerstone? <clears throat> What's happening? Hey, trying to figure it out, man. We're getting uh, getting our legs under us, man. We're trying to figure it out. Get this network built and um, just supporting each other. Trying to trying to figure it all out. And uh, once we do, watch out, world. Well, I happen to I happen to know like you've got you got uh, front row with Mike Vaccaro, uh, you got yeah. F and wrestling. I happen to know that you you booked a great guest for a, for a pinch of basil this week. I happen to know that well, you got a, that you got a yeah. big get. Uh, yeah, I was able. I pulled some strings, reached deep in my friend bag, and uh, I got Will. We got Will's coming on this week to uh, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna be streaming live on a pinch of basil this tomorrow tomorrow night at eight o'clock. Uh, to talk about because uh, he's opening up for Basil at Thalian Hall this Friday. So yeah, it, which is by the way, it's really cool. I know we're going a little bit long with it, but I just want to make sure I bring this up again to him tomorrow. I didn't know how serious he was about it when he mentioned it on the podcast over a year ago. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or whenever yeah. we started the podcast and he was a guest on it, yeah. he threw it out there like, "Hey, why don't uh you go? I'll have you open up for me." I, he I just didn't threw know it in mid conversation. Yeah, no. and the same. Mid conversation. Yeah, and here we go. That's that's really. We didn't know how Hollywood really cool, a though. thing that was. We didn't know. We didn't know. Like you know it was like I mean? a nice. It was a nice thing to say. So we didn't yeah. know, and like it's wild that it's gonna. Uh, we're actually gonna do it. So this Friday, yeah. April first, at the Elliot Hall, uh, I'm gonna do like 20 minutes, and then Basil's gonna do his show. So come check it out. Uh, nice. this Wednesday at eight o'clock, I'm going to be on a pinch of basil and we're going to, we're going to talk to each other. So we won't do that at Thalian, at Thalian, at Thalian, we won't say no. a word to each other. I'm going to finish my, I'm going to finish my set and I'm going to head up the microphone. I'm going to walk away. We won't, we won't even, we won't even look at each other, but on Wednesday night, we're going to hang out. We're going to kick in. And we're going to talk. So if you want to listen to us <laughs> talk to each other, that's, that's Wednesday night. Folks, thank you all so much for listening. Willsmaxwell.com for all the things. And as we say at the end of every episode, you can pick what's between your toes, but you can't pick what's between your fingers. 